order to be hurt, you have to care about something a lot. And um, I can't say that his uh, his heart was involved with the group in the last couple of years, so I don't think he was hurt. Um, but if he was, all right, whatever. I mean, Project. but what does he think? What does he think? How does he think we feel? Being frustrated I mean, over the years, waiting for him. This group was essentially waiting on Joe Budden for years. And he don't think that hurt. He don't yeah. think that it hurts when, you know, he doesn't want to get back in the booth, but he keeps saying he's going to rap. And I don't know what or who would actually believe that at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's been 10 years. I mean, listen, like I was taught to believe what people say they are, right? So he retired. You know what I'm saying? So like my whole shit started switching from, all right, let's get, let's, let's, let's come on. Let's try to get Joe to rap. So, all right, so can, can we three man weave this? If there, is there a situation where me, Crook, and Royce can do this shit and carry this shit? And I, and we pushed that one for a long time. And for whatever reason, it was, ah, uh, you know, I, I remember Royce saying, look, I'm not doing it without Joe. You know, this is this, this and that. And you know what? The slaughterhouse is not slaughterhouse without Joe. I'm like, all right, cool. I get it. Like, you don't want to do it without Joe. But is that the absolute honest truth? Like, you don't want to do it without Joe because it's not Slaughterhouse without Joe? Or you don't want to do it without Joe because you don't think that Crook and Joel hold it, can hold all four of us together, meaning that Joe's superstar power couldn't match mine. That's how I personally felt. So when I started feeling like, oh, he's curving this shit for reasons outside of, you know, just if, if it ain't us four, it ain't a go. I started feeling the way myself. You know what I'm saying? The mama for real, for real. That's a little truth. Yo, yo. Blowing niggas with rusty ass German things. Giving the double as I motherfucking claim the fame. Throwing your wetsuit when it rains and falls and all. Hit them with the fall, don't even know me from a hole in the wall. Get at me, niggas wanna clap me. Snitches wanna rap me, put it right where they back me. Keep my thugs close to me, enemies even closer. Sending kites with the motor rollers, yo. Give them the cold shoulder with a hollow tip to match. Bad apple out of the back, success with gas. Since a little dude eating niggas full buck fifties. Niggas could kill me, but they coming with me. How Dash and the queen beat to attack Only your fly bitch like that could leave her relax Rock to sleep, make them think the drama is dead Yo, I smile up uh -huh. in your face, though I'm fighting instead Yo, it's the real shit, shit to make you feel shit Dump them in the club, shit Have you out and out when you bump this Slug to your ear from the war uncut Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough Yo, it's the real yeah. shit, shit to make you feel shit Dump them in the club, shit Have you out and out when this Slug to your ear from the war uncut Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough Hot damn hole, here we go again. Light as a rock, bitch. Hard as a cop, bitch. This shit not for blocks. Through hard tops in the parking lot. Where my nigga rock like the spark a lot. My brook lawns down, speak for itself. Like a wrestler, another notch under my belt. The embezzler, chrome treasurer. The UNO competitor. I'm 10 steps ahead of you. I'm a leader. Y'all some following shit. Coming in this game on some violent shit. Just suck pop just to get to the top. I put a hundred percent in every line I drop. It's the Q to the B with the M O B B Queensbridge, Brooklyn, and we D double E P. Wow, yeah, wish I lived a life I lived. And yo, prodigy, uh, tell them what uh. this is done. Yo, 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 what the fuck? Yo, it's your boy King Known Uncensored, man, and whoo, we gonna call this episode Sweep. <laughs>
Oh my god. So you mean to tell me that the fakers got swept? You got three players from the wonderful top 75 on the team out there. And the Clippers only had one person on the top 75. And guess what? He wasn't even there. <laughs> you had their other star player, Paul George. He wasn't there. You had um, Norman Powell. He wasn't there. <laughs> but you had LeBron James. The GOAT, right? Your little GOAT man. What happened to Goat Man James tonight, man? What happened to that nigga? Smoking on Pookie Lope James tonight. <laughs> Damn it, Russ. All this nigga needed was like four more assists and I could have got a grand. This motherfucker here. Like, I thought you was Mr. Triple W, you fucking bastard. Nigga look like Frogger. You let Venom beat you. Reggie Jackson, a.k.a. Venom. Don't Reggie look like Venom. <laughs> that nigga look like Venom. <laughs> what, 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 what shorty saying? Booty call? Nigga look like Predator. <laughs> that nigga dropped, what, 38, 8, 9 on them niggas? Oh, my God. We're going to get in that, into that momentarily. Hey, say, bruh. You know what's crazy, bro? Oh, man. <laughs> you think life's a joke? I slice yourself. If you a thug, you about to get your life revoked. <laughs> oh, did he left me? <laughs> he never came and got me. <laughs> D-A-B-A-N-D. Oh, man, crybaby news. Man, ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to... I am King Known, and I am here to give you advice. Never, if you ever get famous, or just you're a regular-ass nigga, right? Never pick up your phone and go live on the internet and cry. Don't ever do it. I don't give a fuck if your mama died, your daddy died, your uncle died, your grandma, cousin, best friend. Don't give a fuck. Do not get on the camera and go live crying, man. I don't care. They're going to clown your ass. They're going to be on your ass like them NATO peacekeepers, nigga. Do not pick up your phone and go live. Freddie P. Player to player, pimp to pimp. You were my favorite member of the band. You was. In 2003, you was nice. But in 2022, what the fuck are you doing? Going live and crying. If you have mental issues, check yourself into a mental institution. They'll give you the help that you need. Puffy, get your mans. You think life's a joke, life's a dope. If you thug, you about to get your knife revoked. <laughs> you did it, never pay me, got me. Uh. <laughs> Motherfucker sound like Cookie Monster, don't he? Sound like, sound like Diet Ja. <laughs> the fuck is Fred doing, bro? 
bro, them other niggas in the band are doing good. You know, Sarah's in and out of jail. Chopper's in jail. <laughs> Ness is a successful battle rapper. Bab started her own battle rap league for women and put on. Dylon, <laughs> he is, Dylon is in, in the top five of all time rappers. Dylon takes up the whole top five of rappers, nigga. And what are you doing? You're, you are, this is 2022 and you're selling drugs? Nigga, you ain't, you couldn't just get a job? The fuck is wrong with niggas? Dog, I saw Kwame Brown live about Fred. And he related to Fred. Whatever, bro. Me, I have a different, I have a different way of thinking about it. If you were so hot, why ain't you get in the studio, bro? This is 19 years later. And um, <clears throat> you did the Joe Button to your group. And you left your group stanking. Puffy decided to keep Babs, Ness, and Chopper. You know, until maybe about 07, 08. Right? They still stayed with Bad Boy. You on live television quit on your group when they needed you the most did not show up to that big important meeting i remember that last episode of making the band yo i remember that bro and you're blaming puffy the person that gave you the opportunity a person that you quit on me personally it it just depends on the level of quit on whether i respect you or not you quit the band. You quit your opportunity with Puff. If you would have just showed up to that meeting, Puff probably would have set you up right. But you didn't. You wanted to get on. You wanted to get on live and cry. Lord knows I, and I cried. You cried. We cried together. <laughs> Man, I was about to kill myself. I'm about to kill myself like... Mm. Y'all motherfucker free. <laughs> this nigga wildin'. You mean, and then the nigga gonna say, Man, now Rick Rose won't talk to me. DJ Kelly won't talk to me because we're supposed to be from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Ladies and gentlemen, let this be a lesson to you. Never pick up a phone and go live and cry. Ever. If you got to cry, nigga, cry in your own private space with people that actually care about you, around you, bro. Because best believe, the internet got something for your ass. Black Twitter don't stay off niggas' asses. Niggas be like, oh, pray for Freddie P. Why? That nigga don't pray for himself, bro. Why should I feel sorry for this guy when people in that same group branched off and was successful in their own special way? At least Sarah was got back on her feet and got on reality TV for a minute, grabbed her another $20,000 check. You ain't get $20,000 after 03, nigga. 
You ain't hop on no fucking records in Miami. You ain't team up with Ace Hood. You ain't fuck with Plies. You ain't fuck with Rick Ross. You ain't fuck with Trick Daddy. You ain't get on records with motherfucking um, Uncle Luke or Pitbull. Like, you ain't try to get on with Khaled for real. Stop it, bro. Now, Puff does have the power to blackball niggas. I get that. But rapping can't be your only dream, dawg. You only get a window in rap. And your window in rap was well closed and locked up. But you could have at least tried and dropped your own shit. At least. I can't name a song by you. I can name a Chopper City song. I can name a Ness song. I can name a Bab song. But I can't name nothing by you, my nigga. Like, come on, Fred. Bro, get you some help, man. Don't pick up your phone and cry again, bro. I hope you really don't kill yourself, bro. But nigga, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Anyway, I played an excerpt at the uh, beginning of the show. And so Crooked and Joel did try to talk to Royce about doing Slaughterhouse without Joe. And Royce said, no, I'm not doing it without Joe. They offered, I didn't know that they offered and talked to Royce about rejoining up. It's clear that Royce and Joe feel like Crooked and, 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 and Royce and Joe feel like Crooked and Joel are below them because they've had more commercial success. And that's messed up, man, because y'all was supposed to be a collective. Y'all supposed to be a brotherhood. And when your two brothers want to kill a brand that you two no longer want to be a part of, y'all shouldn't get mad then. Because, you know, I tried to understand Joy, Joe. I tried to understand Joe and Royce's sides, bro. And I came up with blanks. Like I said, I discussed this conversation with multiple people. And by the way, I'm definitely buying Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse, whether I like the project or not. I'm going to just support it because these two guys, they can wrap their ass off. And you know, I support MCs, bro. I'm a, you know, I'm an MC supporter first before anything else. I support an MC before I support a melodic trap rapper on auto-tune. You feel me? But yeah, I just wanted to say that. Now, Rick Berry. Rick Berry made some hard comments about basketball. Let's read and see what he said. Because I was going to play that before that. But then I changed my mind. Rick Berry blows whistle on NBA players. I blame the officials. Call the damn game accordingly. As Barry sees it, players have little fear of being whistled for a violation because the league's official loosely enforced rules that have been on the books for decades. He said, stop the traveling. Stop the carrying of the ball. Stop the moving screens. Call the damn game according to the rule book because players will adjust. If you're going to allow them to get away with it, then of course they're going to keep fucking doing it. Call the game. All right, I got the audio right here, y'all. Hold on. 
We're talking about the 75. Well, because you need to get the official. Get the official to call them by the rule book. Okay. Stop the traveling. Stop the carrying the ball. Stop the moving screens. Call the damn game according to the rule book because players will adjust. If you're going to allow them to get away with it, tell. Of course, I'll keep doing it. Call the game according to the rule book. It's such an advantage to let a guy carry the basketball or take an extra step. That's ridiculous. You know, or a guy to move on offense. I mean, why are you giving all this advantage to guys? They're breaking the rules. Call the game according to the rule book. I charted the game a few years ago. Chicago, Atlanta. 59 moving screens weren't called. 59. That's insane. I can't even tell you how many times they carried the ball, how many times they traveled with the ball. It's pathetic. It's, I mean, for me to watch this game the way I was taught how to play the game and to watch this and what they allow to let go, it's an embarrassment. I'm sorry, it is. It's an incredible game. The athletes are incredible. What they can do is incredible. But they're getting away with murder. And it's, I blame the officials. Call the damn game accordingly. It's the same thing with screens. I mean, I'll, I'll, give, you a, I'll give you a good lesson here. Okay? You hear even the coaches, when I'm hearing the coaches saying, well, he didn't set a very good screen. Trust me, guys. A player doesn't set a screen. Doesn't say when you have to set something and implies that you need to do something, you have to set a screen. That's not your responsibility. Your responsibility, as my teammate for Clifford Ray, let's say, is to learn to put yourself in the most advantageous position to allow me to take my man and run my man into him, thereby making him a screener. He's a stationary object. He only becomes a screener if I run my man into him. So if I do a crappy job of setting my man up and he's going to come over the screen, what does he think? Well, I'm supposed to set a screen. So he moves a little bit to try to what? Set a screen. That's a violation. It's a movie. Woo. Strong words from the OG. Now, Rick Barry won his only championship, right? His second best player was Jamal Wilkes. That nigga won one of the more legit championships. And then he played uh, Wilt Chamberlain in his first uh, championship. He played against him. So Rick Barry knows what the fuck he's talking about. You know, he got he had two sons in the NBA, bro. Shh, that nigga lit. And you got to respect an opinion of, like, you know, somebody's on the NBA 75 list. Definitely in my top 75. Easy. A man who prided himself on integrity and skills. You know, a lot of these young niggas that's under 25 would call that hating. No, nigga. It's a lot of... It's a lot of violation, bro. A lot of violation. But that, those are some strong comments. Um... Miami Heat got some good news. Rick Barry. I mean, not Rick Barry, but Victor Oladipo, right? He should be back Monday. So that's a big boost for Miami, who's already like a one seed. That's scary when you got a guy that can get you 15 easy. If he's, you know, given the clock, shit, he could average 20. They need technically a 20-point score. That's what Miami really been missing. But um, New Music Fridays, it ain't none. 
It ain't nothing worthy of listening to. I heard the baby and NBA young boy got a project coming out. Next. Not going to listen to it. I'm good. No disrespect intended. I just got a bad feeling that that project's not going to be any good. And usually when I have a bad feeling, 70% of the time I'm right. I'm going to go with 70% over 50% any day. It's a, it's a lot of singles that's coming out, though. I might check. You know, Joey Badass just dropped another single. I'm definitely going to. Uh, I, I listened to it earlier. I, I, you know, Joey doesn't cease to not impress me, bro. But Victor Oladipo coming back to the heat. That's a huge. That's a huge thing. Now, let's get into tonight's games, y'all. Let's get into tonight's games. We didn't already did the warm-up. It was a long warm-up, too. But the Chicago Bulls played a disappointing game as the Eastern Conference Titans lose to Ice Trey. And the Hawks, man, the Hawks shot the Bulls down. It kind of was like... um. The Bulls were kind of exposed on the defensive end because, you know, the Hawks guards on any given night could get hot and score. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, DeRozan only scored 22 points. I know that's crazy, right? We're saying that. But, I mean, he shot 50% from the field and had seven rebounds and eight assists. That's not necessarily bad. Five niggas in double figures, whatever. But Atlanta, I just feel like Atlanta was just hot. Nothing more, nothing less. They were just hot. Chicago shot 59% from the field, 53%, 54% from three, six or seven from the free throw line. Only thing that I can see is they didn't call shit for them to get to the line because Atlanta. Atlanta went to the free throw line 28 times to the Bulls 7. That could be the difference in the game. Maybe the Bulls weren't getting calls, but the Hawks had six niggas in double figures. Ice Trey, his best performance of the season, hands down. No ifs, ands, buts about it. 39 points. 13 assists, 11 of 18 from the field, 7 of 9 from 3, 10 of 10 from the free throw line. This was damn near Trey Young's best game of the season, and it's not even close. DeAndre Hunter had 18, Kevin Herter had 17. Man, that was a big, that was big. In the TNT game, the first game, you would think that this game would have been great better than this Memphis played Boston tonight and I can uh, legitimately say that I was definitely disappointed in um, Memphis tonight because I felt like it should have been closer than that Memphis ended up beating Boston I mean yeah Boston ended up beating Memphis 120 to 107 in the absence of Jalen Brown. 
You would think that Memphis could have won this game if you told me that Josh scored 38 points and had seven assists. Jaron Jackson was the only help that he had. I mean, Desmond Bain contributed 17 points, but no one else decided to step up and help. Now, Boston had all the help tonight. Jason Tatum had five assists. See, this is what I'm talking about. I'm just at, I'm just asking Jason Tatum to get five assists per game. Bond. You know James. what I'm saying? But, yeah, Al Horford, his best game of the season by far. 21 points, two blocks, 15 rebounds, five assists. Big, huge game for Horford. So I'm guessing. So they they started Horford and Williams. They started the young boy Aaron Neesmith tonight. Derek White was a, a underrated pickup in the. Uh, trade deadline. I had said that that was a big move by Boston. It was definitely going to help them. I have been vocal about Boston. All Brown and Tatum had to do was pass the ball, and they were going to be fine. Now in the playoffs, you know, they got a chance to go far here. I'm not sleeping on the Boston Celtics at all. But it just seemed like it was close up until that third quarter where Boston outscored them and Memphis never really recovered from that. Kevin Durant, the best player in basketball when healthy, <laughs> returned to the court. Now, is he the best player of the season? Of this season? No. I think the best player this season has been Joel Embiid. And then Giannis. It's between those two. It fluctuates. Currently, it's on Embiid right now. And that top 50 list is mad different. And we got to add KD back into the fold. It's a must. Kevin Durant in his first game back. This dude been gone four or five weeks this nigga scores 31 points 10 of 21 shooting 2 of 7 from 3 he looked like the old Kevin Durant tonight in the first half the first half he was making his teammates better but the third quarter the Nets went cold when they went they took Durant out the game and they just never recovered from that third quarter I did peak uh, most of this game bam at a buyout now Brooklyn was kind of disappointing here's why the Heat did not have PJ Tucker Victor Oladipo Jimmy Butler and they still lost now, granted, Tyler Hero, man, this dude's running away with the Sixth Man of the Year award. 
And that Martin twin, he had 22 points tonight. You know, the guy that J. Cole ended up getting a job on the Heat. 8 of 11, 3 of 5 from 3. Is that Caleb Martin? Yep, that's Caleb. Okay. I thought it was the other Martin. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Bam had a buyout. 30 points, 11 rebounds, and 6 assists. Hey! He showed me tonight that he can actually hold it down. But I'm still going to say this again. Bam Adebayo cannot be your number one option if you want to win a championship, bro. Unless you got somebody that's way better than him as a number one option. It's no disrespect. I'm not saying that they can't get to the finals. I'm saying that they can't win. But Max Struss, this is somebody I've been watching all season. That dude got a shot on him, boy. Miami got shooting. I think that's going to take them further than I initially thought because I underestimated Miami. I did. But I got to see them in the seven-game series against Philly, against Brooklyn, against Boston, against Milwaukee. Then... I could reevaluate how strong that team was because in 2020 they did go to the championship, but 2021, you know, them going out in the first round with the Lakers showed that that bubble was low key a fluke. But now they have to show me that 2020 wasn't a fluke, and 2021 was just a bad playoff run. But I feel like they got a little bit more weapons now. Oh, yeah, Kyle Lowry didn't play either. Damn. How the fuck you lose to a team that ain't got their whole starting five? Come on, KD. Bruce Brown had 21 points. Wow. Brucey from the longest yard had 21 points. He hit some threes, too. He was missing some layups, though. I ain't going to hold you. He always going to miss like five layups a game. Patrick Mills finally got his swagger back tonight. The Nets look good. But, you know, they just couldn't. They just couldn't recover from that bad third quarter. But shout out to the Heat. My goodness. Move on. Detroit and Toronto. I did catch the, most of this game. My boys went out there and made me proud against a contending Eastern Conference team. And they came out of the all-star break swinging. Like, they, they started to play better. They stopped turning over the ball as much. They only had nine turnovers tonight. They did go cold in the fourth quarter. But they held on long enough to not let Toronto steal the game away from them. We had three niggas with 20 points on our team. Kate Cunningham, 22 points, 12 points, and 5 assists. This man continues to make me proud. I think Detroit has a future superstar on their hands if he remains healthy. Because me, I felt like Kate Cunningham was going to be in that Chauncey Billups role on this team, but I think this dude got superstar potential. He got Grant Hill potential. He's got the athleticism. 
but he's got that Chauncey mind and Chauncey leadership and Rip Hamilton's movements. He's not fast, but he's quick. He hit four threes tonight. Wow. Shout out to Kate Cunningham, man. I believed in you when they was telling you that you was going to be a fucking draft bust at the damn summer league. Now, Sadiq Bay, 23 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. Jeremy Grant, 26 points. My boys made me proud. We may be 16 and 47, but y'all should look at our record after the All-Star break. You bitch, you. Matter of fact, I should look at that shit now. We got plenty of time, man. Enjoy yourself. Let's see. Trying to remember when the All-Star break was. Yeah, we had went on a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 game losing streak. Ever since our 8 game losing streak ended, we are 1, 2, 3, 4. We're 4-2 in our last 6 games. The Pistons are 4-2 in their last 6 games. And we beat some decent teams. On our run. Let's move on to Golden State. Man, Golden State is in a mean ass slump. And they better be lucky that Memphis lost tonight. Because if Memphis would have won, they would have took control of the number two seed in the Western Conference. But Phoenix... You know, they're so far ahead that they can they can slump if they want to. But they got to watch out for Memphis. Dallas ended up beating the Golden State Warriors 122 to 113. I happened to catch that second half of that game. And I was disappointed in the Splash Brothers tonight. The Splash Brothers got evaporated tonight. They got turned into the groundwater. They definitely evaporated like fucking Buddy Love. Steph Curry had 21 points on 8 of 15 shooting, but he didn't do shit in the fourth quarter. He both. Now, I understand he was double teamed, but you're a superstar, bro. Kobe used to shoot over triple teams. I don't want to hear it. You're supposed to be this MVP and the greatest shooter of all time. I mean, you shot four or five from three. Why didn't you attempt five more threes? You could have hit two out of those five and won the Warriors the game. Now, Clay Thompson, he shot horrible in the second half. That nigga was putting up bricks like Tristan Thompson in that warm-up shit. Jordan Poole was a bright spot, 23 points, 8 of 12, 3 of 6 from three. Nice. But the Warriors were going back and forth with the Mavericks. And then they just quit in that fourth quarter. Now, the Mavericks, they got... See, this is what the Mavericks formula is going to be. They know they can't play defense. I mean, if you look at... They only had one block all game and seven steals. I bet you those seven steals were like... You know, interceptions. 
not on ball defense. The Mavericks formula is like, we ain't got no defense. Tim Hardaway Jr. is gone. We're going to have to try to outscore people. And Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. I don't know, man. It's between him and Ja. I mean, honestly, bro, I ain't going to hold you. Y'all might not like this. But as it stands currently, Steph is out of that top five right now. Because Luka Doncic has improved. Ja Morant has improved. And Stephen Curry has regressed. And I had Steph in my top five at number four. I had him in my top five MVP vote. I'm, I still have him at like number five in MVP. But if we talk about best players in the 2022 season, Steph Curry's not top five anymore. It's no disrespect to him. I just feel like the advancements of Ja and Luka, it's a young man's game. And then Kevin Durant just came back. Yeah, Steph, you moving into that top 10 territory, brother. No disrespect, but you got to step your game up. We need to get back to that um, first quarter of the season, Steph. I mean, you still got the number two team in the West. That helps your case. You are a good leader, hell of a leader. But I'm going to need you to turn up, sir. It's the last quarter of the season. Man up. Look at the Don, though. 41 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. Question, Steve Kerr. Why didn't you double-team Luka Doncic? Why did you... Why you lead a little homies on stuck? Like Rob Douglas? Uh, uh, uh. T-Bird. Steve Kerr. Why you get, get at me about that shit, dog? Why didn't you get at me about that shit, dog? Left the little homies on stuff. Why didn't you double-team Luka like they was double-teaming Steph? I mean, Jason Kidd out-coached Steve Kerr tonight. Hands down. Not only that, Jalen Brunson had... It was six niggas in double figures. Vinny Smith had 18. Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie is becoming... Like, I think he's a great six-man. I don't think Dinwiddie should start. He could be that scoring punch off the bench. He, had, he was 6 of 11, 2 of 4 from 3, 7 assists. They were a plus 14 when that, with that nigga on the floor. But, yeah, the Warriors put up, lost 122 to uh, 113. Sacramento ended up winning... Against the San Antonio Spurs, 115-112. to 112. I did not watch this game. I mean, why would you watch the Kings and the Spurs? But then again, honestly, that was a good game. You know, they're evenly matched. Woo, Sacramento. Six niggas in double figures, man. Harrison Barnes had 27. De'Aaron Fox had 26. Huge. DeMontis Sabonis had 12 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. DeJounte Murray, 29 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. Lonnie Walker, the fourth, 30 points off the bench. It's about that time for Lonnie Walker, the third, to actually break out and to be the player that he was touted to be. You know, a lot of people had him being a star in this league. He has that potential, but he's got to want that shit every night. Now, let's move on to my favorite game of the night to close this show. The Los Angeles Fakers were officially swept 
by the Los Angeles Clippers, the toenail Clippers, with no Paul, no Norm, no Kawhi. As Venom, 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 Reggie Jackson, aka Venom. Dog, that dog walked they ass. Put the nigga ass in the dirt. Smoking on Pookie Lope James tonight. LeBron James had 26 points, 8 of 18 shooting, 2 of 9 from 3. LeBron, player to player, pimp to pimp. Stop shooting threes, nigga. It's not working. You're hurting your team by shooting all these goddamn three-pointers. If you would have just went inside every time, then you probably would have had 40 tonight. But your lazy ass just wants to shit there and just... Dribble, 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 slow, dribble, crab, dribble, step back three. Nigga, stop. Stop shooting threes, man. That's not you. You're not Miami LeBron anymore. You're old as fuck. Use the old man game. You got a back to the basket hook shot, nigga. Use it. Russell Westbrook. You can't blame Russ for this loss. He was 7 of 16 from the field. He has 17 points. Can't blame Russ this time. The Clippers just got the Lakers number, and they have had their number for quite a while. What's the record now, y'all? Ain't it a 7-31 now? Versus the Lakers the last 10 years? <laughs> hey, Shaq said that uh, they was going the Fakers was gonna win this game. <laughs> yeah, right, nigga. Venom, Reggie Jackson, wow, my arch enemy, you know they were a plus 44 with that nigga on the floor, 36 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists, this gotta be his best game ever, like this dude really put the, put the pedal to the metal, I thought that nigga was about to skip down the motherfucking court, Man, 14 of 30, 4 of 8 from 3. Damn, I should have fucking bet Reggie over 19. They had him over 19 tonight. I only bet him for assist. I mean, he got that, but I lost the bet anyway on some other shit, but I ain't trying to talk about that right now. Oh, boy. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 niggas in double figures. Uh, Marcus Morris at 14. Avisa Zubacavelli. Zubac Shakur. Zubacavelli the done all through your body. Burns like a 12-gauge shoddy. 19 points, 9 rebounds. That nigga was serving the Lakers, bro. They realized the Lakers were running small ball and nobody could check Zubac. Zubac was taking them niggas in the paint. Jumpman hooks. I love Avisa Zubac because... He's the last of the big man. He's definitely a top 100 player. Maybe top 75 current player right now, man. Because he's one of the last few elite big men left. He's definitely maybe a top 10 big man in this league. But the Fakers lost. Man, this is an amazing night. What a time to be alive. The Fakers suck. And that's no lie. <laughs> Now, let's look at the uh, NBA standings before I go. I know I've been going a long time, but this is a wonderful night in basketball. A lot of big 
big wigs is in the building. Okay, so Miami's number one in the East, and they have a commanding number one lead, by the way. They are the next best team is two and a half games back, and that's Philly. Philly's number two, and they're seven and three in their last ten games on a four-game win streak. A lot of y'all niggas are saying, but they ain't beat nobody yet. Me, personally, I mean, they beat niggas. They beat contenders without Harden. So, obviously, you add a nigga, a fat-ass Harden that's, you know, that lost weight, you know, that had liposuction, you know. You add Buddy Love Harden to the Sixers. A happy Buddy Love Harden that's going to the strip club with Meek in Philly. You're going to have a number two team in the East. Chicago Bulls, they slipping. They falling. They can't get up. They slipping. They falling. They can't get up. They slipping. They falling. They can't get up. Uh, You know, they didn't lost their last three games. Well, you know, I had Chicago being a five seed anyway. They're overachieving, in my opinion. But yes, their perimeter defense got exposed tonight against Atlanta. I wonder if the other teams in the East are going to pick up on that. Milwaukee Bucks, you know, they always stay flirting, floating around at four, three, you know. Milwaukee's quiet. They've won their last six out of ten, and they're fourth. Boston, they're eight and two in their last ten games. They're the five seed, sitting pretty. Cleveland Cavaliers, 36 and 26. They're sliding down a little bit. Toronto's at seven. Brooklyn's at eight. Charlotte's at nine. Atlanta's at ten. Now, if the play-in game were to be today, Toronto would play against Brooklyn. And Charlotte would play the Atlanta Hawks. If the playoffs were the were they, uh, you know, were where they were today, Miami would be playing Brooklyn. Ooh, a healthy Brooklyn Nets. Oh, wee, that'd be a hell of a series. I'd probably pick Miami in seven, but that ain't going to be an easy series to get out of. Know a lot of y'all niggas going to be like, how? How they got Kyrie and KD? Well, they ain't been together all fucking season. Got to wait till next year. Now, if Ben Simmons returns, then I'd give it to Brooklyn in seven. Philly would be playing Toronto. That's a sweep. Toronto will get their ass I'm going to say it now. Toronto's getting swept by whoever is the number two seed. Toronto's getting swept. I don't believe in them. I'm sorry. Chicago and Cleveland. Ooh. That's a seven-game series, my guy. I'd have to give it to Chicago, though. Milwaukee, Boston. You know, I'd probably give it to Milwaukee in a seven-game series. This is going to be a lot of seven-game series in the East. Now, the Western Conference, let's take a look at the West. Phoenix has won 8 out of 10 of their last games at the number one spot. They comfortable. You know Phoenix is seven and a half games ahead of Golden State. That's insane. Phoenix, you could just lock that number one seed up. Now, Golden State, um, they have lost three out of their last seven games. Three out of their last ten games. And, I mean, they can't beat teams on the road. They're obviously missing Draymond Green. I expect that to change once Draymond comes back. 
And James Wiseman, of course. I think I'm hearing that Wiseman might be back before Draymond. Memphis is third. They're a game and a half. They're a half a game behind Golden State. Utah's fourth. Dallas fifth. Denver sixth. Minnesota seventh. Clippers eighth. Los Angeles Lakers and the Pelicans are tenth. So the playing game were to begin today. The uh, Timberwolves will play the Clippers. Ooh, that'd be a really good game. I enjoy that game. I'm, I'm, I'm. I would fucking watch that. The Los Angeles Fakers lost their last four games, two and eight in their last ten. Life is good. See, that's what you get when you try to cheat the system. The system will always bring justice. You got all these all-stars, and you're 27 and 35. You know what this team reminds me of? This reminds me of that 37 and 45 Lakers. And they're not going 37 and 45. They're going to probably go 34 and 46. Mark my words. No, actually 36 and 46. I don't even think they'll do that. I'm be, I'm, they might be <laughs> 33 and 45 <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Yeah, they'll probably be 35 and 47, maybe. If that. They would play the Pelicans. I think the Pelicans would beat them in the playing game right now. Even with AD. But if the playoffs were to begin today, the Phoenix Suns will be going against the Clippers. Ooh! I mean, Phoenix would probably beat them in six games. Clippers not going out like bitches. Golden State against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I'm taking Golden State in six games. Memphis and Denver. Ooh, I'm taking Memphis in seven games. Utah and Dallas. That's a hard series to pick. I ain't going to hold you. But I'd pick Utah in six games, though. But, yeah, that's my show. I've been rambling, going on too long. I hope you all were entertained. Are you not entertained? This is King Known Uncensored. Sweep. The Clippers done swept them hoes. Smoking on Laker packs tonight. I'm out this bitch.